You're listening to Work It Lady, where the goal is for all ladies to be the best versions of ourselves. If you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain our sanity while we do it. Okay, ladies. So today we are going to be talking about little ones, babies and toddlers. So if you're a mom, this is going to be great information, especially if you're a new mom or if you are a child care provider or anyone who has to watch children at any time, this information is for you. Okay, so. As we know, if you are a new mom, you feel me when sometimes the babies and the toddlers just cry and you don't know what's wrong. And you're like, I can't figure this out. What is going on? I've tried everything. We're going to talk about uh, the baby's cries and toddler cries, but we're also going to talk about just their facial expressions in general and kind of how to read them. And I think this is good information to know because, again, especially if you're new to having a little one and maybe you haven't been around a lot of babies before, it can be really hard to figure out. And they got all kinds of faces and no one baby's face is exactly the same as another, but there's lots going on there. There's lots more expression happening than what meets the eye. So let's talk about it. So let's kind of start with some of the fun things first that are kind of interesting to see develop in our little baby's faces, okay? So fascination. Here are the signs of fascination if your newborn or even your toddler is fascinated. Zooming in on something with the eyes and lowering or raising their eyebrows, okay? I can't even do that very well, Okay. The mouth is slightly gapped open and they may squeal, point or move toward the thing that she is focused on. So if your little one is, you know, kind of the eyebrows are going and there are lots of squeals, usually fascination for them at the baby ages is paired with excitement. Anything that's fascinating to them is exciting because they're in this massive, you know, learning phase. So all the learning is exciting. So that's when you get those high-pitched little squeals, okay? So something you can do is um, while picking up uh, something and, and kind of helping them, like let's say they're crawling towards something, it could just be, you know, anything, a toy or maybe a book, whatever. Instead of like kind of presenting it to them, just kind of let them figure it out, see what they're going to do. Let them crawl for it. Let them look at it. And you just watch them and they'll just be looking at it for so long. They may spend five minutes just turning it back and forth and looking. So that's when you know that that fascination is happening. Okay. All right. Let's talk about uh, P, uh, distress. Excuse me. So distress. All right. Corners of the mouth are turned down. Uh, both eyebrows are arching up in the middle. And if no crying is happening, it's likely her chin is quivering. Oh, that quivering chin, especially when they get into the toddler phase and they, they can hold their emotions a little bit better than when they were a baby, but they're still like, this hurts me so deeply and I don't know how to express myself. Um, that little quivering chin gets me. Okay. So that's really a sign of distress. And to me and my head, 
uh, with my little ones, it has always meant a, a emotional distress. Maybe they got startled by something or scared. Um, you know, I can remember one time I just kind of uh, was vacuuming and kind of dropped the vacuum and my little one just, oh, and the quivering chin and the eyes were stretched open, you know, and the mouth turned down, like, what is going on? So, um, just something to look for there. Now, uh, Harvey Carp, MD, the creator of The Happiest Baby on the Block, um, says that um, if, if you know you're seeing this on your little one's face all day, um, then just letting them spend some time, you know, kind of just unwinding and really reassuring them can be very beneficial. Okay, it's so moving along. Boredom. Okay, babies get bored, and sometimes that's when they get into stuff, right? So vying for your attention by yelling, crying, or even throwing a toy. Yes, she may also smile or laugh when you react. That's boredom. Now, I have definitely seen this exact thing with my little ones, but I was not and sometimes keyed in on it. And I said, oh, this is what this is. And once I keyed in on it, I started redirecting them at that baby stage because what you don't want is for them to start entertaining themselves by throwing things and creating their own kind of little havoc that they can do. So um, if they're bored, if they start crying a lot, throwing things, but the crying is just like a yell. You don't see any tears coming. Their, their face is kind of arched forward a little bit. You can see the veins in their neck going, you know, then you know, okay, you're not hungry or thirsty or anything, you know, physiologically wrong with you. You're just like kind of acting out almost in a way because you're bored. And so when you see that, Always try to like maybe take them aside, read them a book, play with them on the floor. Honestly, even just taking them out and let them, letting them follow you around safely if you're not cooking or anything like that in the home. Letting them really just kind of explore, taking them out if you have a park nearby or even sometimes just giving them one little piece of something. Like if you have like one little um, noodle in your cabinet, you know, like a, a dry piece of spaghetti, Give them that little dry piece of spaghetti and sit there with them because you don't want them to put it in their mouth, right? And just let them break it apart. Let them break it apart and look at it. Anything to do to kind of just keep that brain going, okay? Um, now, uh, Tanya Reamer Outman, MD, and she's a spokesman for the American Academy of Pediatrics, says that from four months, they take an interest in objects around them. Some brightly colored blocks or even Tupperware and a wooden spoon can do the trick. Exactly. You know, they love going in the cabinets. Now, let's talk about anger. Ooh, okay. Red face crying with eyes squint shut may push or bat your hand when you reach for her okay now the anger one can also kind of go in with a hungry cry too because if your baby gets to the point of being super hungry they are going to turn red all over you are going to see the veins protruding in the neck but the difference is you're going to see the tears with it you're going to see the rapid body movement ah side to side okay the hands are flailing up and down um you may even hear some ah, and then like they're almost kind of you know crunching and, and squinting their their jaws together because they are just so incredibly 
angry with us, okay? So um, when you see that, for me, even when they're angry, I I still try to say, let me see if you need food first, because they could be so upset because they've been giving us little cues to let them know, let us know, excuse me, that they're hungry and we just been missing it. So in this case, I definitely um, recommend going ahead and, you know, making sure that they are not hungry. And then when you are confident they're not hungry, if they are refusing the bottle, then you can try some of your other soothing things, make sure they don't need to be burped, um, make sure that they just don't need to be held and sued sometimes they're just upset about something okay so um again uh harvey carp md uh expresses that we could sue them um we could um also just kind of keep repeating the phase it's okay and kind of just reassure them and rub them on their little back i like giving them a tight hug when that's happening just just a little bit okay and just really just kind of holding them really can help but again they could be angry too because they're teething they could be angry because they have an ear uh infection they could be angry because they don't like the clothes they got on maybe it's you know pulling them tight somewhere and they're uncomfortable and when they get angry like this i try to tell new moms and reassure myself too that hey there's things that they just cannot express okay they don't have the words yet they understand language because they've heard it in our bellies but they don't have the ability to speak back quite yet so they gotta communicate with cries and all this and it's frustrating being a baby it, it stinks when you can't get your point across now let's talk about this last one on uh the faces side fear okay so fear the eyes are frozen open okay just like kind of when we get scared we're like oh you know big old wide open eyes very still hands trembling and face trembling and maybe no sound or movement for quite some time then we know okay that this baby is scared more than just being startled this baby is scared um, so, uh, if this is happening a lot, maybe it's something in the room that is a, a stimuli for them that has absolutely nothing to do with us. Um, or it could be reaction to the uh, adult, um, interaction in the room. So we just have to kind of, you know, check ourselves and say, you know, am I doing anything to upset the baby? Am I doing anything to, you know, cause fear or anything, but then again, some babies, they're just like that. You know, my firstborn, she was, the minute she came out into this world in the delivery room, she was yeah, afraid, <laughs> mouth open and frozen, you know. So it sometimes there isn't, you know, a reason for it. So we just have to, uh, you know, just kind of do the best we can. Um, let's talk about joy. I like this one. So joy, a big smile with cheeks lifted up and wrinkles forming at the corner of the eyes. Okay, make clap or babble in a high pitch. That's joy. So when your baby is making these signs and you know they are having some fun, I often will see this one in the bathtub. They like to splash around. They also experience joy during feeding time. So if they're having something yummy, you know, it could be nursing or even, you know, when they're a little bit bigger in their, in their high chair, maybe having a banana, they are joyful about their food. Okay. So 
kind of try to look at them in these different settings and figure out their their facial expressions because it's going to help you to get to know your baby more and then in turn it's going to make your job easier okay now um something to keep in mind remember we're studying these baby faces right but do not forget your baby is studying your face from the minute they come out of the womb. The minute they come out, they are looking around and they are looking at the faces and they're studying them. So they are studying your face, mommy. They want to see like, okay, what happens when I do this? And then they look at you. What happens when I throw the toys? They throw the toy and then they look at you like, okay, what's she going to do? Okay, so this is how I get her to do this. This is how I get her to do that. So be careful because your baby will start um, manipulating you, will start, um, you know, doing their own little workup in their head on you. They like, mm, she think I'm not going to get another thing that I want. I'm going to show her. Ow! And then they'll watch you scream and then they'll watch you. And then they want to see if you get frazzled, if they get a rile out of you. They want to see if you start crying. They want to see if you're joyful with them. So um, we too can kind of pay attention to our facial expressions with our babies. You know, um, I like to kind of hold them, read a book, look at them, you know, and really connect with them and let them see some of my good facial expressions. Because let's face it, as a new mom, they're going to be seeing a lot of our sad <laughs> facial expressions and a little bit of our confused and anxious facial expressions, right? So we don't want them to just see that, right? We want them to also see us happy and excited and all the great facial expressions that we have so that they can um, feel good about mommy too, okay? Now let's talk again just a little bit about the cries because we touched on it a little bit now that we've gotten through all the facial expressions. Um, a cry that they are uncomfortable, okay? This is going to be a whiny, nasal, continuous cry that builds up in intensity and usually, usually is a signal that the baby has had enough. They need a nap. They need food. They need something, and it you got to get it done. That's what they're telling you, okay? I find that this one happens a lot when they need a diaper change, um, especially little girls. They don't want to be like sitting in their diaper. So, um, you know, they will start to get a little. When you hear that kind of noise, that's when you know, okay, this there's something happening that I'm unhappy with and I want it to stop. Okay. Um, let's talk about the hungry cry. This is going to be a low pitched rhythmic re repetitive cry combined with um, the other signals, you know, sucking on the hands, um, you know, turning red and screaming at the top of their lungs. You know, that is going to be a sign that like, look, OK, I need you to give me some food right now. And it's not OK. So um, with these uncomfortable cries and the hungry cries, just remember in the mind of your little one, in the mind of your infant, um, your, your um, baby, your toddler, they really do feel when they get hungry, it is a life or death matter because for them at that age, it really is, okay? If they're not being fed enough, they, you know, it, it becomes very dangerous for them. And so, you know, pay attention. If your baby is crying all of the time, all day, every day, 
that exhausts them. And, you know, if they're not getting enough food in, you know, it's not going to be good. So what you want to do is then start investigating and say, "Mm, is this a colic? Is this colic cry? So let's talk about that. If the baby has colic, intense wails or scream accompanied by fidgeting movements. Colic often occurs in late afternoon or evening, and the episode can last for hours. It typically peaks around week six after the birth, uh, after birth, and goes away by the time the baby is three to four months old. So that newborn phase can really be quite difficult if your babies have colic. Fortunately, neither one of mine had um, colic somehow. Um, so I'm thankful for that. But I have, um, you know, worked with some babies who had colic and it, it can be quite difficult for mom to deal with. Okay. Um, now, and the last one we'll talk touch on on the cries is the I'm sick cry. So this is going to be like soft whimpers that are weak and nasally sounding with a lower pitch uh, than that pain or an overtired cry or that screaming cry. So, um, you know, if they've got a fever, if they are having diarrhea and constipation, it's going to be like a more of a low soft whimper and a constant kind of discomforted cry, as opposed to like a yelling, you know, shouting, red faced, flailing cry. Okay. Um, Now, Another thing to just kind of keep in mind is anytime a baby is super upset and unhappy, they're going to hit you with a open mouth cry. Okay. So remember, if the mouth is wide open, they are really upset about something. Nine times out of 10, they are hungry. Okay. Nine times out of 10, they're either hungry or it's something gastrointestinal. Maybe they have gas, maybe they have a dirty diaper, but nine times out of 10, they are hungry. Okay. So anytime they cry, just keep feeding, keep feeding, keep feeding. Babies are very good at self-regulating when they have had enough, they will remove whatever, um, if it is your breast or the bottle or the food, um, if they're at that age and, you know, um, baby age or toddler age, they'll just stop. Okay. So you almost like can't overfeed a baby. So when in doubt, if they are crying, feed them and feed them again. Okay. And don't be too picky as to what you feed them. If you have the supply and you can exclusively breastfeed great but if not uh, Gerber Good Start Gentle is a great formula Um, many women have had great success with it there's a lot of science back in that formula and is recommended by lots of pediatricians as well as lactation consultants actually so you can supplement you can breastfeed when you have enough and then add some formula when you don't have enough and um, just kind of you know see what happens but just remember open mouth cry yeah, they they're hungry and and they're letting you know about it. Okay. All right, ladies. So I hope this episode on baby faces and baby cries decoded um, has been helpful to you. If you have any questions for me, um, please drop me a line on my YouTube page. I really love answering these questions um, about little ones and um, being helpful in any way that I can. And also, if you know any tips or any other faces that we didn't cover or anything, please also drop that either on on my Instagram or on my YouTube so all the other moms can benefit from that information as well. 
All right, ladies, I want to thank you so much for listening to Work It Lady. Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,